Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How are they hanging, you filthy animals? Tonight's broadcast is brought to you, as usual, by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is just about the best source for custom pin-on buttons you're ever going to find. Lone Star Buttons is a small business owned by a dude named Adam Stimpy Jones. Not just any dude, a great dude. Um, all of his products are offered at a reasonable cost in multiple sizes and shapes. Lone Star has tons of experience, and they're very easy to work with and very reliable. Uh, they do international shipping, and they carry the Gorag seal of approval. Mention the show, and you'll get some extra buttons thrown in. To get in touch with LoneStarButtons.com, you can email them at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call them at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you, and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Adam loves answering his phone and hearing that. It's music to his ears and money in his pocket. And with that out of the way, guess what? That's right. Email us. You know you want to. All you gotta do is send us a little note telling us what you'd like to hear. You can send in news stories, friend questions, just any goddamn thing you wanted to tell us. We're here for you. That's rotwpodcasts at gmail.com. We read everything. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with your hosts, Gabriel Dieter and bitchin' Brennan Birch. Everybody. Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 86. I'm your host, Gabe, that dude Dieter, and with me today, as usual, bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello, people of the world. How are you? What's up, dude? I am beaten down from children's birthday parties. This oh, week. Lord. Well, children's birthday party, but it might as well have been five. Uh, it's a lot of kids. How many did you go to? Uh, I just went to one. Just one? Just one, oh. but there, it was just like, it was so many kids. Like, a lot of kids were there, and it was yeah. hot outside, and... Everybody was panicking, trying to keep people hydrated. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a bunch of worried parents. Really? Oh, yeah, it was just, you know... Ugh, it was, it What's was gonna just... happen, man? They're just like a... It's not Lord of the Flies, <laughs> it's a fucking birthday party. <laughs> Same difference. Uh, you think so? Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Like, it, it was it was a good time, though. Like, uh, uh, my nephew turned six, and, you know, he's a year older than Nate, and... We went over to the party. We got there a little bit early, so they went outside and played. They were out there for like 15 minutes. By the time people started showing up, they were already just like sweaty and just <laughs> gross and smelling like little boys. Uh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But uh, this one dude brought his uh, his replica R2-D2 to the party. Yeah, that looked insane, man. Yeah, it was how, like... How legit was that? It was pretty good. Really? Like, it was really good. Huh. I mean, you know, I mean, there were... There, if you want to be like crazy and anal about it, you know, they're... Maybe the battle damage wasn't 100%, but, you know, like, as far as, like, the performance of it and just, like, how he had it working, it, it was really good. 
Ooh. And they had this mad scientist dude come and do like a kind of magic show science thing. No shit. Yeah, it was like wow, that beats clowns. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Like they they made slime. <laughs> they yeah. made a they they hired an Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, decoded the human genome. Look alike. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a pretty good time though. Nate had a good time, and I was freaking exhausted. It was, it was like a lot of it was outside, and it was just like oh, it was brutal, humid, like. It was rough. At least it wasn't two months ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We, we would all be dead. Yeah. Yeah. There, there we was... would be completely beat red. Yeah. And was... probably throwing up and not coming to the show today. Yeah. Sweating, having the chills all at the same time, just dying of a heat Zika. Stroke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, my phone automatically updated to iOS 10 and took away my gun emoji, violating yeah, my Second Amendment weird. rights. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty bummed about that, you know. I guess I'm leading the kind of life where I do a lot of uh, emoji followed by a gun. <laughs> as though, Oh, really? Yeah. And whenever I did that for the first time, I was just very disappointed. It takes a lot of the punch out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're, we got into a pretty good discussion about that on the text thread with my friends this week. <laughs> Squirting each other. Yeah, it's, it's a little disappointing. But now you can, like, draw penises on yourself while you record a video, so that's pretty fun. What? Yeah, you can like like record a video, and as you're recording a video, you can draw on the screen. So yeah, no shit. Yeah, so, yeah, that's just Snapchat, isn't it? Basically, yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's 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 the same, but it's different. Mm. You know. So yeah, my my life's not super exciting this week. <laughs> uh, like I don't know, just work was just brutal and terrible, like all week. Yeah, just constantly just relentless. So I didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of you know fun things. But, Neither did I. Yeah. Uh, but just driving home, you kind of keep your eyes open, or I do, mm. and uh, you notice a few things. Um, when I came home Wednesday, uh, some dude got dropped off by his friends. Mm. I guess I that those were just that was my impression. This guy was so fucked up he could barely walk. Yeah, and he started walking home, like walking the other direction that they were going. Oh, I don't know if they no. just dumped him or yeah or what but he was so fucked up i mean he's just like let me out i don't know uh, i don't know that's the worst i don't know what he was on either because like that, he wasn't, that was some drug shit yeah you know? he, he wasn't, wasn't just drunk. Like, no 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 okay that's no good because he was like <laughs> i don't know like he'd been tased or something yeah actually uh, uh, kind of speaking of that uh when the mad scientist made cotton candy for the kids and you know that it was just kind of like his closer you know but uh, it was funny because like Nate ate some and then like he kind of stuck around and got some seconds. And like I noticed like I was watching him a little bit or, like later and there was one point where he was like standing still looking at something, but he could not stand still. He was like kind of crack twitching. What? Like, he was like kind of like like bouncing back and forth between his feet and his shoulders were kind of shaking a little oh, bit. Oh, this he, poor little nervous Yeah, system. he was just wrecked, man. Like, <laughs> It was it was weird. It's weird seeing like sugar affect a person like that. Oh yeah, kids are kids are crazy when yeah. they have sugar. Because I mean, he does. We don't really do like a lot of that stuff. It's you know? a fucking. It's a grenade. Yeah, yeah. It was nuts. They eat it and they're like yummy, and then like ten minutes later they're like, ah. yeah, I'm, I'm, crazy. I'm really surprised he didn't throw up in my car. Good. That's a new car. Yeah. Uh, well, he's already thrown up in it. Oh okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um. Another thing that happened that I appreciate so fucking much, man. I was on my way home again, same fucking uh, street, mm. and this this guy was flashing his headlights and like you know making hand signals yeah. out of his window, and I was like, oh, 
That's awesome. He's he's warning people that there's a cop. Yeah. Up ahead, and sure enough, there was one with their their radar going. Right. And uh, I was like, man, I really appreciate that. That's, yeah, that, that's good people right there. That's gone, man. Yeah. Like it's it's really faded out. Like like stuff like that, and like you know waving people like waving at people when they let you in in traffic. Like that's just done. People just don't do that anymore. Yeah. I, Dude, I'll wave at somebody if it's just us on the road and we're passing each other. Right. I'll fucking give the the steering wheel. Yeah. Hey, four fingers. Know, how you doing? The old uh, country neighbor thing. I right. Guess. Right. I yeah. My uh, my grandparents did that. Yeah. I don't know. Just stuff sticks. But yeah, with the the cop thing, you know, it's a minor infraction. You know. Yeah. It's not like I murdered somebody. Yeah. And you're trying to like. Warn me that the cops are coming. You're not an accessory to to a murder. Right. But uh, I do like the... It's not being a vigilante, really. Because it's just revenue collection for yeah. the city, you know? Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know... I think it's good that citizens kind of look out... Looking out for each other in any way is always a positive thing. You yeah. Know? Especially, like, whenever, you know, the state's turning on you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh, I don't know, man. We're yeah, we haven't we haven't podcasted in a in how long? Almost two weeks. It's been almost right? two weeks, yeah. Because we had one in the in the banks for last week, yeah. And uh, I can't keep my fucking shit straight. Like I don't know what news we covered. Yeah, because it's been so long since I talked about it. Uh-huh. And then I don't know between the news we're covering today what we might have missed out on. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, there's so much always happening. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Really. Well, it doesn't. But uh, I don't know. Whenever you're talking on podcasts, it's like you're talking to to the listener. You know? Yeah. It's like you're having a conversation with someone that's not there. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. and that's fine, I guess. But uh, <laughs> thanks. You know, there's strangers listening, and and I don't know. I wish there was more communication going on. Like, we need to take callers. I think. Yeah. I I really want to like for. For number 100, I think. Number 100, I, I think that should be our benchmark. We're taking yeah. callers all night long. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a fucking telethon. <laughs> we'll live stream it. Um, We'll work that out, kids. We got 14 more episodes to do before then. Uh, including this one. Um, So, shout out to Sofa King's podcast. Uh, they had a show about Christopher Columbus. Yeah. That just fucking shocked the shit out of me. Really? I, it's really fucking sad. Yeah, Christopher Columbus was a garbage human. Uh, do you, so you know, like, a lot of the real history yeah. of him? Okay, see, I had no idea that he pretty much raped and plundered the Bahamas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. That, that was him discovering America. <laughs> he enslaved the people of the Bahamas, and now his face is on their money. Oh. <sighs> I mean, he, he and his people, the, you know, the Spanish that went over there to colonize it, mm-hmm. they just, the brutality of yeah, there, the accounts is really disturbing. There was no regard for those people as human beings. Because they were not Christian. They were livestock, as they far were, as they were concerned. They weren't even human. No. Fucking incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to learn how shitty Christopher Columbus was, check out the Sofa Kings. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. You want to go some news? Yeah, okay. Let's do that. Let's do that. 
all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay, so there was a story in my feed that Trump used 900 million in tax breaks to uh for his nine New York City properties. Mm-hmm. This is over 10 years. Yeah. Um ah, this was a hit piece that I read. Okay. Because you know, I have no love for Trump. Let me just say that. Right. But this is the perfect opportunity to study journalism right now. Right. Because there's a lot of agenda out there right now. There's a ton. so much on all sides. It's amazing. Uh you know, it's it's so much easier to watch the right wing hit pieces mm-hmm. because they're not in plain sight like the left wing ones are. Right. Like, you know, Fox News will bash Hillary, you know, all day long, but the way the narrative's being written about Trump, which could or could not be the truth, I don't fucking know at this point. Uh I'm so confused. Uh it's hidden. It's hidden better. The the bashing, you know, because the article that I read was just them putting out the facts. Right. And the reaction you're supposed to get is Trump is a piece of shit that uses taxpayer money for, you know, whatever on his properties. Right. Uh, but instead, I'm thinking that's pretty much how all businesses do. Yeah, that's that's they like all take the... advantage of every penny they can save so that they can make more money. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 that's big business at work in America. You know, that that's the whole problem with you know big business involved being involved with government is that they create these loopholes for people like that to take taxpayer dollars and build buildings with it that and that's how america still has jobs because if we didn't incentivize businesses with our tax dollars they're just going to go elsewhere that's why that's why businesses move to texas right from other other states that have high taxes Mm -hmm. it's fucking crazy right i don't know man Where did that story go? Nowhere. I yeah, guess. it just it it seems like there are so many other things that you could go after Trump on if you wanted to write a hit piece. You know, why would you go? Well, after... they're throwing the kitchen sink at the guy. Yeah, like they're they're scrubbing through information, trying to pick little things out. Well, what I want to go know is why no one's talking about his federal rape case that's coming up in October. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, uh, apparently in nineteen ninety four, ninety five, something like that, he. Uh, was going to these, you know, illegal sex parties where there were, you know, underage girls. And, oh, shit. Yeah. And, you know, having sex with them. And one of them came forward and is now pursuing a federal lawsuit against him. I guess it's like outside of the statute of limitations to pursue, you know, formal rape charges because there's no evidence, really. Like, they didn't do a rape kit or anything when it happened. So, uh... I hate to say it, dude. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, I mean, it, I don't trust stuff like that anymore. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's... I would like to think that it's, I mean, I, I hate to think that it's true, but, right. you know, I would like to think that everybody had good intentions and didn't lie, you know? Right. But that's just not, that's not reality. It could very much, like, I mean, things like that in this particular climate, in this particular situation, sadly, can be easily exploited for political gain, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would be a textbook definition, October surprise, you know, <laughs> if that were to come out. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean things like that. I mean, there's there's just so much. The guy has done so many. Dirty Who are you things. gonna vote for, the rapist or the head wound Hillary? Ugh, man, 
I was actually reading an article today uh, about it was uh, Noam Chomsky mm-hmm. talking about why people should vote for Hillary Clinton. Really? Yeah. It was. It's pretty intense. It's like a he has like this whole kind of eight point breakdown as to why people should do it. Uh, I voted. I, I I posted it on my Facebook. So if people follow me on Facebook, you can find it there. But uh, yeah, basically the argument is that you know people always complain about having to pick the lesser of two evils, but the point of picking the lesser of two evils is picking the lesser evil. You know, and kind of what he said was that if people were to vote for Trump as a protest vote against Hillary or a vote for Gary Johnson or something like that, essentially what you're doing is backpedaling work that people like, you know, like groundwork that people like Barry Sanders, like Bernie Sanders had put down, you know, mm-hmm. because if you have Hillary Clinton in office, you know, we at least stagnate as opposed to rolling back. Mm. Uh, I don't agree with that. Well, but I know, I don't know Chomsky is smarter than I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but he has his own lens to look through and it's not, it's not bulletproof. No. Um, did you read the uh, Colin Powell leaks? Uh, I did. I kind of skimmed over some of it. Yeah, I didn't read he, That's ugly. Man. That's ugly. You know, he's friends with Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, if you go back and look, uh, people of the world, um, he said, he basically said he knows Hillary. He knows she's a scumbag, but they're still friends. Yeah basically like that's, everybody's that's got that said. friend yeah everybody's <laughs> got that friend he said for someone her age she's very ambitious right and she always has been and probably always will be mm-hmm. and uh i think that was a nice way of putting something that yeah you know you got to read between the lines because colin powell's not gonna just you know the dude has some class to him right uh and he's not just gonna call her names you know right he's gonna it, it reminds me of like when you read uh in the history books uh letters between um opponents political opponents right of i don't know it's like uh alexander hamilton versus mark twain or some shit like that and it's like <laughs> those people have lived years apart <laughs> I, know, oh, I know that okay. but i'm just saying like the writing is like this this scoundrel uh, pretends to have scruples of gold or some yeah, shit like yeah. that. But it's like, and it's the same feel to it. Right. You know, it's like, it's kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I think everybody should read that. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right after you get done with the uh, Alexander Hamilton, Mark Twain letters. Yeah. Read, <laughs> look those up. WikiLeaks. <laughs> um, Thanks Snowden. <laughs> Oh man, that that's probably one. That story may be we, the dorkiest joke you've ever. Made. I know it's terrible. We're, we don't even know what we're talking about, really. No. Uh, uh, what was it? The, there was something new that came out with uh, Julian Assange. Oh, um, they're upholding the uh, surprise sex charge. Oh, are they? Yeah. Um, mm. They're not backing down from that. No. They they want that dude. They do. They want that dude on any grounds possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's not to say that maybe he should not be put in jail for that, because I don't know anything about what happened with that. Like, I don't know if it happened or not, but I mean, if it happened, a person should go to jail for something like that. But I think it's... Well, it was Edward Snowden that gave him those files, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. He controls WikiLeaks, right? And he's slowly leaking out packets of information still. Yeah. And every time he does, that's that's when all this shit gets stirred up, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. And, uh... I don't know if he's gone through everything yet or or what, but it seems like if anything super important were to be in those files, 
they would have come out already. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think important things have come out of those files. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like like every every time he releases yeah. something, stuff gets stirred up for a reason. Right. Like, uh, what was the last one? Um, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> that was the Colin the Colin Powell ones, right? Um, no, those were no, uh, no, no, those no. were the Gucifer. Those ones. were yeah, Gucifer. Gucifer. I thought it was Gucifer. Gucifer. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I'm way off. Because it's spelled like Gucci and Lucifer. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. <sighs> Let's move on before we get into deep shit with this Snowden stuff. Yeah. Um, Note Seven Recall. Mm-hmm. Bad for Samsung. Good for Apple. <laughs> good for Apple's. <laughs> questionable design <laughs> yeah not a fan of apple these days i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do really yeah i'm getting the i'm getting the galaxy 7 when it comes out really yes fuck it <laughs> <laughs> i'll right. pull the battery before i go to sleep every night <laughs> no no they'll they'll have it it's it's only i think it was 24 out of every million phones yeah so i mean that's still 24 bombs <laughs> yeah Twenty-four people catching on fire, houses catching on fire, cars catching like, on fire. If that were boxes of cereal, <laughs> they just exploded. <laughs> they just exploded. Yeah, that's no yeah. bueno. But I don't know. Yeah, but I mean that that new iPhone. I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, uh, neither do I, dude. Well, I, I know what they're thinking. What they're thinking is they're going to sell a bunch of people one hundred and fifty-nine dollar headphones every time they lose them. Yes, that's what they're thinking. Yes, and that's mm, it's risky, man. Because that's the first thing I thought of. I yeah. was like, eh, no way would I buy this phone. Yeah. No fucking way. You and couldn't, you couldn't, if you gave it to me, it would be on Craigslist an hour <laughs> after you leave my house. It's, it's like between, you know, the expensive peripherals and then licensing the manufacturing of those peripherals to other companies. I mean, they're going to make a killing regardless. Yeah. And, you know, people are in the cult, so they line up to buy it. Yeah. But when does that cult start breaking into reality? What do you mean breaking into reality? Like, ugh. I think it's. Do start- I want to keep doing this? I think <laughs> it's starting with the seven taking away the headphone jack and then screwing everything up. Yeah. I mean, even the iOS ten drop. I mean, taking away my gun emoji. It's pretty fucked up, man. It's messed up. Pretty fucked up. That's the primary way I express myself via text. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Brennan's statements are not fucking sponsored by the show. That's not the scariest thing that's been said on this show. Probably that's not even not, today. That's not. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to get the 7 because other than the exploding, <laughs> it's a, a very advanced piece of hardware, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's not scaring me away from it completely. Yeah. After they fix whatever fucking exploded. It's weird to know that... It's weird to know that can... Okay, there's hackers that hack into power, power plants mm-hmm. and cause them to fail. Right. Just through software alone. Yeah. Is there something that someone could hack into your phone and make it explode? I I guess theoretically, really anything's possible. Ugh. I mean, if you can get down to like the BIOS of something, you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not that advanced in technology to understand any of that. Um. So, but the cool thing about people using their phones right now is uh this whole Nelly thing. Yeah. With uh him trying to get out of uh well. See, all right, let me start over. Uh, Spotify is trying to make Nelly's music hot so that listeners can get him out of whatever IRS situation. They yeah. they placed a multi-million dollar lien. Yeah, he, on owes, a, he owes like $2.4 million or right. something like that. I don't know the story about why he owes that much money. Right. Um, 
But shit happens, man. Yeah. When you're rich like that, taxes are weird. You have an accountant. Yeah. That handles your money. Right. You have a money guy. Uh, who knows? I don't know what fucking happened, but I think it's really cool that Spotify came up with a solution that if he gets enough listens, they can pay him to get him out of trouble. How many listens would that take? A Spotify doesn't pay hardly anything. I know. They, they've been doing the calculations on, uh, you know, news platforms covering it. I mean, like, people would get, like, hundreds of thousands of listens. They're like, like, you always see people posting checks that they got for Spotify for, like, 50 bucks for, like, you know, over 100,000 listens, you know? Right. Well, they've, they've been saying that if you leave Spotify on and repeat the song while you're asleep, yeah. it'll get there pretty quick. To me, that just reeks of Spotify trying to do something dirty. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's advertising revenue for them, yeah. you know? Got my eye on you, Spotify. Jigs up. Not really. We can't do anything. Uh, <laughs> um, so there was a Guantanamo prisoner that has uh, given information linking a Saudi royal to the 9-11 attacks. Did you read this? No, but that's not surprising at all. No, it's not. Uh, so... This prisoner said that his recruiter, during a phone conversation, um, referred to the person on the other line as your royal, uh, your highness. Mm. So, I don't know, man. Man. The, but the thing about about this, this article I read was, there are thousands of fucking royal family. Right. The one royal family in Saudi Arabia. Right. Has thousands of family members. Yeah. I'm like, how... How are you supposed to pinpoint that? Like exactly, it's just one one dude that I don't know who. Know, I know there's always been stuff said that uh, they had something to do with it. Right. I mean, the majority of the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think that if you're going to be pulling an act of espionage, maybe you can drop the formalities of having people call you your highness. That seems like a good idea. Yeah, that is uh, a good idea. I mean, uh, you know, that's why you come up with code names. <laughs> hmm, maybe it was the president. <laughs> maybe it was Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're calling Dick Cheney your royal highness. Yeah. Who knows? Your highness. Whatever. Uh, hey, that doesn't mean he's royal. It just mm-hmm. means he's in a high position. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just speculating. This, this prisoner's been there since, like, uh, 2001. Like, right after the the attacks man i would have dropped that shit the first day (laughs) yeah that would have helped right but he said the the article said that the guy this is from the pentagon too Um, the the guy admitting to this was um complaining like he was sick he had a headache he had no sleep you know just basically shitty prison yeah feelings (laughs) and uh you know, maybe after 15 years in Guantanamo, he's not feeling like being there anymore. Man. And, uh, but the article said, so, so he must be telling the truth because he just doesn't feel good. I'm like, what, what? the fuck? He's, that makes no sense <laughs> That's not whatsoever. That's even like kind of logical, not even no. slightly. Uh, man. More like... He's about to die, and he wants medical attention. Yeah, that's... So here's some information that I just made up. (laughs) God. And why was the Pentagon... Why... Okay, why would the Pentagon want Saudi Arabia implicated? Yeah, that that seems like that's probably not a a good thing for anyone. I don't know. I don't know. It might be to actually go after the people responsible (laughs) instead of going after Iraq and now Syria. 
fucking weird. Well, they would never do that. I mean, they've already invested so much in covering that up. Why would they do it now? You know? Because they want to take over everything. Hmm. Didn't you see uh, Dick Cheney's map? His no. proposal in, uh, was it W or whatever? I could not watch W. Oh, man. Like, I, I get physically ill, like, seeing George W. Bush now. And even just seeing him in a movie, like, it made me sick. Wow. Interesting. Like, well, you should see that scene. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. He basically lays out taking over the entire Middle East. Wow. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, that's been corroborated by, um, uh, chief of staff. Like, mm. yeah, pretty nuts. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, last night, New York City bombs. Yes. Um, you were texting me pretty late into the night about that. Uh, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to take that one over? Yeah, I was just I, I was on Twitter, just kind of looking around, you know, kind of decompressing for the evening or whatever. And uh, this movie writer that I like actually posted a uh, like a link to this uh, this Twitter account, it's like Manhattan Emergency Services or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Does anyone know anything about this?" So like, I started reading the article, and there was uh, an explosion. It was at the corner of Twenty uh, Third Street and Sixth and Chelsea in Manhattan, right. and it was in front of this building that was a an, was an institutional home for the blind. It was like a 14-story building. Mm-hmm. And it was under construction. They were, you know, doing some renovations and things like that. There's a loud explosion. There's a bunch of windows blew out. Nobody knew what happened. Um, I, I was following the story for maybe about an hour before AP finally picked it up. Uh, I guess there were, like, 29 injuries was what it ended up being total. They were all, like, green tag injuries. They were all very minor. You know, no one was killed. Uh, a lot they, of, lot of uh, eardrums. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there was one person that was, uh, I guess they were driving by and they blacked out, from, like just from the concussion. Wow. Uh, there was, uh, what it ended up being was there was a pressure cooker bomb inside of a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up finding a secondary device, actually, uh, on the corner of 27th Street that was, that I guess it didn't go off. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird because earlier that day, uh, like two hours south in New Jersey, there was like a Marine Corps fun run and they found, like there was a, another IED, that, that one failed and it was the same kind of bomb. Uh, they're saying the stories aren't linked. It's a little too coincidental to me. And judging by the fact that it was the same kind of bomb and the quality was suspect on all of them, I mean, it it has to be connected. It has to be. I would think so. But yeah. it sounds like the two last night were pr- trying to be disposed of rather than doing damage to people. Mm, I don't know. Like to, to me, it seems like, I mean, it, it, was, it was essentially the same bomb that was used in the Boston Marathon bombing. Right. Like in all the situations. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, just, I mean, from just from what I've read and what I've seen, it it feels like amateur hour. People didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't. I don't know. I mean, a pressure cooker bomb is pretty simple. It, it's it's not you know a super complicated piece of hardware. It should be something that if you if you were actually looking to kill people, like you go and you practice it once and then you can do it. You yeah. know, you think they'll find who made those? Uh, well, supposedly there was a note with the second device that didn't go off. Really? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know which. First of all, why would you leave a note with a bomb that was intended to go off? You know what did the note say? Uh, I, I haven't seen the text of it. I can't find it anywhere. I've been looking for it. Sorry about the bombs. I yeah. don't know what to do <laughs> with these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried to put it in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It it didn't really feel like they knew what they were doing. Um, kind of feel sad for them more than anything. <laughs> Damn. So a bunch of blind people went deaf. Yeah, no, that's, that's another that's thing. That's fucked up. That's so messed up. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, who does that? Ugh, it's ugly. Yeah. Um, let's see. 250 million gallons of radioactive wastewater has drained into a sinkhole and contaminated drinking water in central Florida. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Mosaic Fertilizer Company. <laughs> um, so, supposedly, 
I don't I don't think people should have drainage ponds, uh, retention ponds full of toxic material. Yeah, seems like a bad idea. Mm, minimum, put them in something yeah. that can't go anywhere, including the air. I mean, the the sun evaporates water. How, how, how about if you can't collect the waste in any responsible, reasonable way, don't do whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah. That seems like a plausible way to handle that. So, but this was a this was a pit dug into the ground and filled with this. Uh, it was fertilizer waste. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it they were separating phosphates or yeah. adding phosphates or something in the yeah. fertilizer? Yeah, they were they were separating some kind of phosphates to add to the fertilizer. It was like a kind of a splitter situation. But so a sinkhole opened up right underneath this pit and drained all of this water into an aquifer. Man. It's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. And and they're saying uh, no contamination happened. Uh, no. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why do people mess around with shit like that? Like, so much water is being contaminated. It's like the next, it's like the next uh, Black Lives Matter situation. What do you mean? Like, with the, the internet posting story after story mm. of, you know, people being murdered uh, there's like story after story yeah. of water being contaminated right a bunch of rivers were have been contaminated i saw i saw a story in india where this annual festival where they slaughter uh animals mm-hmm. for sacrifice or i don't yeah. know what uh combined with torrential rainfall mm-hmm. just flooded the streets with bloody water oh my god it looked terrible and you know there's going to be a pathogen that comes out oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Oh. And just wrecks, wreaks just havoc on... Scabs in the gutters, man. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus. No bueno, dude. No, no bueno. And nothing's good at... It's it's cross-contamination. Right. You're you're dealing in, you know, cow's blood into human bodies Ugh. mixed with probably bird shit yeah. and every other kind of livestock. It's no good. No. It's not a good way to live life. No. Um I don't know. I don't know where we're going, man. Um straight to hell. All of us. You have a uh Fartman story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this uh my god was it is uh this thing is called the I three sixty uh observation tower. And uh I was in I think it was in England. It was a place called Brighton. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure that's England. Um yeah, it was it's just like this uh kind of like a kind of like the space needle that we have, you know, in Seattle where, you know, the thing goes up and you kind of look around and then it comes down. It's just like a little ride. It takes about 20, 30 minutes. Uh, well, there were 70 people that went onto this thing and every single one of them asked for their money back. And the reason they asked for their money back was there was some guy on there that was just ripping farts mm-hmm. the whole time while they were on the ride. And like, like somebody threw up, like the kids were like screaming and crying. People's eyes were watering. Like <laughs> the guy was just like ripping ass. Yeah. Like it was just bad. And every single person asked for their money back and got it back. Uh, the article that I read, they actually caught up with the guy that did it. And he apologized. And he was like, yeah, I just went out to the bar last night. And it was curry night. And we were eating curry. <laughs> curry night at the bar. Yeah. They have a lot of oh, it's, it's just crazy. like a like a thing they do in pubs now, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they were just eating curry and drinking craft beer. And got up the next day and went on the observation tower and just bummed everyone out oh man that's <laughs> that's that's rude well i'm, I'm sure he didn't mean to no, no, I mean, he but, didn't mean to but, but man could, uh, can you imagine being that guy that's that's gotta be uh, uh painful 
Like, do you think like he went up to the line and asked for his money back too, and like tried to like be like, it wasn't me. <laughs> I want my money back. I'm mad. Who was the one person that didn't come up to the counter? Yeah, you can. You can. Damn it. Damn it, guy. What was his name? Uh, they didn't release his name to the public. Good for them. Yeah, he, he was like, look, I'll talk to you, but please don't release my name. <laughs> so we got a couple RIPs this yeah. week. Uh, Hatchet Face. Yeah, uh, Kim McGuire. It was Hatchet Face from uh, Cry Baby. Hatchet Face, a.k.a. Kim McGuire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she died at the age of 60. I, I didn't really catch what it wow. was that she died of, but yeah. Yeah, yeah she, uh, you know, after they made that movie, Cry Baby, you know, she went to law school and became a lawyer. And went to, she lived in New Orleans and then, you know, Katrina happened and they were Katrina refugees. They had to move to Mississippi. They moved to Mississippi, lived there for a little while and died at 60. Wow. Like, I guess she t- stopped practicing law a few years ago. So apparently things, her health wasn't good for a long time. But oh, wow. Yeah. It was pretty bummer. Hmm. And then uh, C. Martin Croker. Yeah. C. Martin Croker. He's the, the voice voices of, of Brack and Moltar. No, Zorak and Moltar. Zorak. Yeah. Brack's a different character. Yeah, Brack is the other guy. Sorry, yeah. brain for it. It's uh, Zorak and Maltar on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Uh, he was Dr. Weird and Steve on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much anything that Adult Swim did, you know, more or less from its inception, he was involved in in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it, it, this whole, like, both of these people dying kind of got me thinking about celebrity deaths in a way. Um, because, like, you, you hear this a lot. I think it comes more from younger people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, why are you upset that this famous person died? And... You know, it kind of got me thinking, you know, why do older people get more upset about that? And the thing that I kind of thought of was that, you know, when I was, I guess whenever I was younger, you know, we grew up in the time before the internet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever counterculture you could get was what you got, you know? Yeah. And I just, I remember being a kid and, you know, in the eighties and nineties, like cable TV, you know, people don't really like cable TV now, but back then it was kind of good. If you really look back on some of the stuff that they showed and just think about it, mm-hmm. like the fact that you could like turn on like USA up all night and see like Crybaby or, you know, Hairspray or, you know, Class of Nukem High. And like there was like they showed a lot of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing like Heavy Metal and, you know, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, Toxic Avenger. The first time I ever saw Akira was on cable, you know, and, you know, and especially like in the, like, the early 90s before Adult Swim, you know, like with Space Ghosts, you know. I was looking back on clips of that and they had like Thurston Moore and like Bjork and like they had really crazy guests and like mm-hmm. things that you just couldn't even really, you know, things that you couldn't get now. I mean, shit now, was hip, man. Yeah, it was it was way ahead of the curve. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously we can go on YouTube and go on on the Internet and we can find our communities that way. But, you know, back then you couldn't do that. If you were like the one guy and that lived in the middle of nowhere that liked John Waters. If it came on USA up all night, you were there, you mm-hmm. know, and you were recording it. Yeah, and you were, yeah, you were taping it, and you were gonna have that, and you know that 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 was kind of like your way of knowing that it was out there at least. You and know? you you had to struggle for that shit. Yeah, it was you hard. You had to scratch and scrape for, to find cool shit. It wasn't readily available. No, like you had to like subscribe to like catalogs. You had to write people letters. <laughs> yeah, like I remember like signing up like. And getting like the the Fanagraphics catalog as a kid, mm-hmm. and I remember my dad not being too pleased whenever I started getting the Eros Comics catalog <laughs> as well. Nice, <laughs> but yeah, because they would just send it to you because like, yeah. was like, oh well, this guy knows about this. He probably knows about this too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it was like they shared a mailing list. Yeah, so like whenever I think about you know losing these people, like losing somebody like Hatchet Face or losing the guy that did the voice of Zorak, you know, that's the part of me that like I think about you know mm-hmm. having that struggle of like having to find that stuff and like having to. Like having people not understand why you're into these things, but knowing that there were people out there that did, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I, there's like a little bit more like an emotional attachment to me, like to that stuff for me. And I think that's why. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Everything fits together. Sorry, losers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, with your www.everythingcool.com. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know, man. Does it make us sound bitter? No, I mean... When I purposely try to be... I'm, like, excited that all these things exist and that you're able to, like, have access to everything ever. Yeah. But, I mean, people just don't know that struggle, Mm -hmm. you know? Very true. Uh, What else we got? That's about it for the news. Yeah. Got some friend questions? Yeah, I think we do. Let's Let's do it. Okay, CJ Menard... You got this one, or you want me to do it? Uh, you go ahead and do it. I don't have them in front of me. CJ Menard asks, My children have recently reached the age where music is finally interesting to them. Unfortunately, that means they only listen to the song Demons by that crappy band Imagine Dragons on repeat every day. How do I go back in time and keep that song from being written? Uh, man, you know what, CJ? You're shit out of luck, dude. Our parents hated everything that we listened to, man. Yes. All of it, you know, whether it was good, whether it was bad, whether it was things that we still listen to today, they probably still hate it today. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's, you're in that you're position. you're in that position where Imagine Dragons means something to your kids, and if you push against them, they're just gonna love it more. Yeah, so they might even move on to something worse if you're not careful. Yeah, so yeah, you might want to you might want to hum along, CJ. <laughs> yeah, if anything, pretend you like it; they'll hate it. Yeah. That's probably what you need to do. It's called reverse psychology, my yeah. friend. Man, can't imagine being in that situation, but I know it's coming. It's coming, dude. Get ready. Yeah. Um, Mike Rodriguez, co-host of the show, asks, what movie or movies did you feel like you wasted your time on? Mm. Oh, my God. That list is a very long list. Yeah. Um, most recently, I would say the Marvel movies. Oh, I've put in so much Fuck money you, and so much time watching those movies, and at this point, I don't even care about what's going on anymore. I you're don't. you're very someday I'm gonna figure you out, Brennan. Uh, you're very anti-serialization. It seems like you you don't you don't want to cover you don't want to follow TV shows either. And like now that this Marvel thing, it's pretty fucking huge yeah uh, exactly you're like starting to get pissed off like it's like it's it's homework yeah it you know, is. i don't have time for that i i am i got an hour and a half for you you know for this thing that you made give it to me you know mm. and you know I, I i i can't keep buying tickets to this stuff i can't keep you know trying to keep up with what's going on i can't i can't sit down and rewatch all those movies before i go see the next movie because mm-hmm. there's like 40 of them now you know yeah i just you know I'll give you a trilogy if it's good, you know? All right. <laughs> I'll let it go. No, no, I, I, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. No, I just, uh, I, you're not deep into the Marvel movies. I mean, you're not, you're not in the deep, deep into Marvel comics. No. So I don't, it's hard for me to have a conversation about it because you're just somebody that doesn't appreciate that stuff. I just, I shouldn't have to read a bunch of books and watch a bunch of other movies to enjoy one movie, you know? You don't have to. Who said you had to do that? Well, to follow the story and everything that's building up to. Nah, not yeah. really. You know who Captain America is. You don't have to watch Captain America 1. <laughs> you know who Iron Man is. Eh, it's on you, dude. <laughs> you wasted your own time. <laughs> I did, yeah. Because I thought they were going some- I thought they were going somewhere. And- well, they are. They're going towards something else. But, I mean, you're burnt out on it. 
Yeah, sounds like it's, it's exhausting. It's too much work. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. It's exactly entertainment is not supposed to be exhausting. It's supposed to be the exact opposite of that. I I have fun watching that shit, man. I, don't I mean, know. if if you're gonna exhaust me, you know, it better be like a good horror movie or something, you know. But mm-hmm. that's more your speed. Yeah, it's whatever. I mean, it just to each his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's not to say that there aren't terrible horror franchises because almost every single one of them is. But mm-hmm. you know, did you watch all of the saws? I did. I saw the last one theatrically. Was that a lot of work? <laughs> yeah. Especially, well, the thing is, like, the Saw movies actually did some interesting things with Shut Ty. the fuck I'm up. I'm telling you, man. I'm not saying they're, I'm not saying they're good the movies. They're not good up. movies, okay? But they did interesting things. They, the way they played with the timeline and kind of the way things were, it, it makes sense. God damn it. Buddy. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying everybody should watch it. You probably shouldn't. But I'd rather watch Human Centipede 1, 2, and 3 than Saw 1, 2, and 3. Really? Yes. I never saw like beyond the first human centipede. I just wasn't Me interested. Either. But but yeah, I'm not interested. I ha- I wasn't interested past Saw One. The second one's good. The first one. The first one's great because you don't know what's coming. It was a great time. The first one was such an experience in the theater for yeah. me, and it had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, we saw it together. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. We, oh, yeah. Shit. It was you, me, and Kara and uh, Lindsay. It was a good time, man. <laughs> uh, okay, you tell your version of the story. It was just like. I just remember the climax of the movie just being just laughing hysterically while the rest of the audience was like cringing and like <laughs> horrified and like turning around and like looking at us and like just I, so I remember people like saying stuff about us when we were leaving. <laughs> I, la- I laughed when Carrie Ells, Ells? Elwes. Elwes. Yeah. Uh, when he was sawing his yeah. foot off and saying, I have to save my family. Yeah. <laughs> I started laughing hysterically and I could, I could, I kept it quiet, but right. I was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and people were, I heard a, a lady behind me just say, sick. Yeah. She's just sick. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Um, yeah. By, by the end of it, we were, we were all laughing pretty hard. It was, it, it was, was a good time. <laughs> It was an unforgettable night at the movies. <laughs> that and Pitch Black were like great movie experiences for the wrong reasons. I've gotten to where I really enjoy like going to horror movies around here, like going to like that Cinemark down the street, or mm-hmm. you know going to like AMC Thirty because yeah. the crowds are great. Really, everybody's having so much fun. It's it's like it's like you know it's it's like going to a rock show or something. And like hmm. people freak out. Like I went and saw uh. Like the the one uh, paranormal activity, the marked ones or something like that, uh-huh. with an all <laughs> like with an all like like Catholic Latino audience. It was a great time. Really, these people were having a blast. Were they? They were scared like, they were or? like they were freaking out. They were laughing. It was just oh, awesome. Wow. Like that's who I want to see movies with, like horror movies with, because it's just like yeah, we all know it's crap, but let's have a good time with it. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and I, I, cool. I went and saw uh, Don't Breathe like a couple of weeks ago with a friend of mine, and we went to that Cinemark down the street. Everybody just had a blast. Especially like whenever the final like twist and like the gross out part came, people were just gagging in the aisles. It was amazing. Wow, <laughs> so good. So what did we waste our time on? Uh, that was movies. Oh, yeah. what did we waste our time on? Um, I mean, I feel like the, the Marvel movies, the Matrix, the last couple of Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, the Matrix. Oh was, yeah, the Hobbit. Yeah, pretty bad. Like the first Matrix was great. I love the Matrix. In the, like the first one. Nope, nope, can't do it. I feel like the first one as a standalone movie is just can't fine. do it. Wish, wish it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made movies bad for several years after that. Wish it never happened. I mean, the, uh, the early 2000s were a rough time. Brent Himes asks, when will you guys buy some guns, eat some steak, and drive a 4x4 through the front of a Target? Mm. 
I'm always down for a steak. Mm. I, do, I do like a good steak. I do like guns and 4x4s, four yeah. but driving through the front of a Target... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I don't want to hurt nobody. Yeah. I mean, Unless you're trying to hurt my wife. Yeah. To be. In which case, um, you'll saw your own foot off. Oh my god, did I tell you what happened with the, the lawnmower at my granddad's house? No. <laughs> Shit, man. Uh... My granddad lives pretty close to here yeah. uh, for the audience. Um, I, w- I drove by his house to go somewhere else just to, you know, drive by and take a look, take a look, see. I saw a pickup truck park in front of the driveway in the street, um, walk up to the mailbox, take something out and then go around and look on the side. He peeked over the, yeah. over the trash can to look into the backyard. Um, I pulled a Yui. And Jess was in the car with me. She was like, you should uh, take a picture of his license plate. And I said, I'm going to fucking do just that. And yeah. like, uh, she she didn't say anything else. I parked behind uh, his truck and I whipped out my phone and took a picture. And this, I don't know how old he was. He he wasn't that, that old. He was pretty young. He looked back at me, did a double take, and then got in his truck and left. And I followed him. Yeah. I followed him and uh, I called my mom and I was like, "Hey, did uh, did you know somebody was was somebody supposed to be over there? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know he some guy just stole some mail?" And she was like, "Oh, that's the yard guy. Oh, he was God. just picking up his money." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, so I went from up here like yeah. action time to fuck. I'm tired as fuck. Let's yeah. go home, you know?" Right. And. Uh, I, was, I told Jess everything was okay. She was like, good. I thought you were going to get out and kill that guy. Oh, God. I was like, why? She's like, I've never seen you, you that look on your face before. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Ugh. I would have gotten my ass kicked by this lawn guy because you looked in shape. Yeah. And he probably knew how to box. Yeah. That's why my guess. Lawnmower man. Yeah. Lawnmower dudes. Can't trust them. Nope. Um, what else we got? That's it for friend questions. Mm-hmm. We got a new segment coming right up. This one's called. What are we, what are we going with? Uh, mayhem and murder. May, mayhem and murder. No uh, I was yet. thinking murder and mayhem. Murder and mayhem. Yeah. Murder and mayhem. Mayhem and murder. I, I don't, don't know. know. Let's take a vote. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Let us know, listeners. The M- <laughs> This is the M and M segment. M and M segment. Uh, what do you got, Brennan? <laughs> yeah, uh, so, yeah, generally, I guess with this segment, we're just going to talk about, you know, kind of true crime, crazy, terrible things that happen. Try to keep it local if possible. Um, yeah, actually, you came to me with the general idea of the story. Like, you were talking about uh, the uh, the Texas cheerleader murders mm-hmm. from the early 90s. Yeah. Holloway? Yeah, uh, the, yeah, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> oh, sorry. But, yeah, like, uh, and this particular story has, like, a lot of... Uh, kind of backstory with me and my family. That's right. That's because right. Uh, my this this happened in uh, Channel View, Texas. It was a sto- big story in the early 90s. Uh, they made a bunch of cable TV movies about it. Uh, I think they, they did the talk show circuit and, you know, people went to prison. It was a pretty crazy story. It was a big deal. Um, There's actually a really great uh, Texas Monthly article about it. Mm-hmm. If you can look it up. It's, man, they they just nailed, like, Channel View in the 90s, yeah. man. They, they got it pegged. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, so my mom is from channel view and you know my that entire side of my family is and like a lot of these like you know they knew a lot of the major players growing up and uh so yeah i guess i should go ahead and kind of 
fill people in on the story that don't know it, though once I start talking about it, you'll probably realize that you do know it. Um, let's see, there was a woman, her name was Wanda Holloway, and uh, she was kind of grew up on the wrong side of the tracks or whatever, and she married well and kind of started moving up into kind of higher society as much as you possibly can. <laughs> Channel she, view high society. Well, you know, they, she, she had dreams of eventually moving to River Oaks and being a fancy lady. Mm-hmm. You know, so she married this dude with some money. Uh, his name was uh, Tony Tony Holloway, I think was his name. And you know, his his family owned a few businesses. They actually owned a lingerie shop across the street from the house that my mom grew up in. Oh, they own that shop. Yeah, they they wow. own the sh- like uh, her like the, uh, his mom, Tony's mom, owned okay. the shop. And uh, so you know, let's 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 make this a little personal. You lived in this house. Yeah. Next door to the house was your mom's bar. Yeah, it was right? the bar was the bar that my mom owned in the early two thousands, and then next door to that was my grandparents' house where the whole family grew up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. then right across the street from there is where that lingerie shop was. Lingerie shop. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Okay. So, yeah, uh, she was kind of a wrong side of the tracks, you know, kind of lived in the hood and eventually married up with this dude, had a little bit of money, and she wanted to eventually, you know, blow out of Channel View and move into River Oaks and have a fancy little life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she had a lot of pressure on her daughter uh, to kind of be a, you know, straight-A student, you know, involved in all the activities, student whatever president and all that Mm -hmm. and wanted her daughter to try out for cheerleader. And there was this other girl, her name was, uh, her name was Amber, the Wanda Holloway's daughter with name was Shanna. They were kind of friends or whatever. And apparently, uh, Amber was a little too competitive as far as the whole cheerleading thing. So what Wanda Holloway was going to do was hire a hitman to take out Amber's mom. Mm -hmm. Like initially she wanted to take them both out. Like she she, she wanted to take out the mom and the daughter. Ooh, both competition. But once she, once she got around to hiring the hitman, who she was going to solicit through her ex-husband's brother, you know, Tony Tony Holloway's brother, Terry. No, it's Harper. That's what, that's what it was. It was Harper mm-hmm. was the original name. Terry Harper was the guy that she was going to hire the hitman through. Like, she was going to go through this guy, and whenever he realized what was going to happen, he went to his brother. And the brother was like, yeah, you need to go ahead and report Wanda to the police because she's trying to get you to hire a hitman. And if this all goes down, you're probably going to prison, too. Again. Yeah. Because Terry was a sketchy dude. My mom has actually described the man as being a slime ball, mm-hmm. like knowing him personally, <laughs> just from interactions. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was he was not a he, he was your average channel view dude. Channel view <laughs> you know? ex-con. Yeah. He was a, a construction worker, been in and out of jail a few times, you know, just an unsavory character all around. And yeah, I took took too many chances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he liked to party. He liked to steal, mm. you know, like people in channel view do. So finally, yeah, he's just like, okay, we're going to go to the police. So he goes to the police. The police get him to wear a wire. They meet up in a church parking lot and start discussing the fees. You know, okay, well, it's going to be 2500 for the daughter, 5000 for the mom. And then, the, like, you know, Wanda's just like, that's too much money. Just take out the mom. Because that'll probably, that'll probably make the daughter distraught enough to not try out for cheerleader. Damn. Because apparently. Cold-blooded the, bitch. Yeah. Well, they had gotten close. That's a weird thing. It's like, you know, throughout this whole them growing up in activities together, the two daughters, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of knew each other. They were kind of friends. But she was like, she's got to go. Damn. So, yeah, it ended up being this whole thing. Uh, the, the case, you know, broke. It made national news. And, yeah, I think uh, uh, Wanda Holloway ended up doing 10 years for. Uh, so she's out. She's she's out now. Yeah. OK. Yeah. She got out in the like early 2000s. But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It was just interesting, man. And like uh, my cousin actually went to school with the two girls that were trying out for cheerleader. She said they were both bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so interesting, man. Uh, 
the the piece that I like about the article mm. was a fucking backhanded compliment about uh, Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, God created Channel View so that the people of Pasadena would have someone to look down on. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. You've never heard that before? No. Yeah. I've heard similar yeah. stuff. I've like heard different. it about Baytown as well. Yeah. 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 What? God created God Pasadena? Created, no, God created Baytown so Pasadena would have somebody to look down uh, on. Okay. But that's, yeah, um, that's pretty rough, man. It's really interesting though. Like, I was reading that Texas Monthly article, and they were talking about like the gym where they, you know, would go to do like kind of like their like backflippy, you know, cheerleader training or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like a five minute bike ride from my house. Yeah, yeah, it's like right around the corner. It's really weird, and like I guess like a uh, you know Wanda from Hall, your house now. Yeah, from where I live now. Oh shit, it was that, it's that little gest- that uh, gymnastics yeah, studio yeah, on yeah. Spencer. Yeah, they yeah. went over there because wow. apparently it's like some kind of big like tumbling academy or something. Wow. But uh, should take a tour, man. I don't think they would let us in, Bart. Just us two. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no. We can just walk in and we'll have to like bring a take, kid or something. Take a peek. Oh, take a peek. Oh, okay, that's that's better. Oh, that's that's no good. We're also right down the street from the police academy. <laughs> I'm sure they're looking for someone to practice on. Let's let's go to the police academy too. Ask some questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's. I remember just like whenever that whole story broke. Like I lived in the same neighborhood as these people too. Mm-hmm. It's like that was like the year that I lived in Channel View when like, I was like in fourth grade or whatever. Yeah. And like all those people were just like right down the street from my house. Like I, I'd never seen like a media event like that take place so close to where I live. I remember they're just seeing like channel 13. Oh no shit. Yeah. There were like van, like news vans around all the time. Wow. Like just for crazy. like, a, it was just like for a couple of months. They were just everywhere. Wow. That's cool. Kind of. Well, I mean, I'm it, glad it, nobody got killed. That's one. Yeah. That's yeah that, that's, one's nobody got part killed. Of the story. Nobody got killed. And it ended up that, uh, the reason that, uh, Wanda Holloway's daughter, like, didn't end up making cheerleaders just because she was like distraught about the whole situation anyway. So like her mom trying to help her ultimately ended up being the thing that, you know, Oh, I... <laughs> well, well, they were talking about like, like in the article, like the, uh, I guess the cheerleading coach or whatever, she said that, you know, she had just as much of a chance as anybody else. You know, she was good. Mm-hmm. She could have done it. Yeah. You know, it's just, just the only, really the reason she didn't make it was because her mom did all this crazy stuff. It's just, she was, she wanted her to be head cheerleader. She, yeah. She wanted right. her to be like, you know, the one yeah. the star, the one, it's so stupid. Yeah, very. Um, priorities, man. Right? People have weird ones. Yeah. I mean, like, why would you go through all of that so your your daughter could be a junior high cheerleader? <laughs> junior high? Not even high school? I, I, it might have been the tryouts for the freshman squad, but still. Jesus. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, I guess not. Uh, no, definitely not. Not when there's toxic water leaking into Hogwarts. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Whenever, whenever I hear these local stories about people's uh, just the the web of drama with the, with individual people, and then I see next to that in my same feed, you know, a nuclear triad flies yeah. over <laughs> South China Sea. I'm like, okay, this one I don't give <laughs> less than a fuck about. Uh, this one is gonna get my full attention. Yeah. You know, it's just weird. It's weird to. Uh, make that comparison but the interesting thing is but that, it, they're both interesting but like those smaller more interpersonal stories probably have more of a likelihood of actually affecting your life <laughs> yes that's very true that's especially if they're fucking right down the street right true all right man good good first one uh you want to go on some tinfoil tirade yeah all right UFOs. See a ghost. crazy unexplained shit Today's tenfold tirade is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. 
Lone Star Buttons might be the smallest, most badass button company you can hire to create your custom pin-on buttons. Um, and you want to hire a small company, the smallest the possible. The smallest possible, because the, the story I'm about to tell you, it's going to shed some light on things. And trust me, you can trust Adam Stimpy Jones. He's not going to mon- monopolize the whole uh, custom pin-on button market and charge you $10,000 for 100 buttons. Um, you can email him at info at lonestarbuttons.com or call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. Brennan, what the fuck are we doing in life? <sighs> Man, I don't even know anymore. I don't. So, oh man, where do I start? Let, let me personalize this story. I went to the doctor, the eye doctor. She gave me a prescription. Mm-hmm. I bought these glasses. They're very expensive. Yeah. They're Ray-Bans. I bought them because I like Ray-Bans. Mm-hmm. And now I read this article today that tells me there literally is no difference between Ray-Bans and the knockoff Warby Parkers or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, there's this company called Luxottica, right? And they own a large portfolio of glasses brands. They own Oakley, Ray-Ban, Coach, DNYK, Versace, Burberry, Ralph Lauren, and, you know, a few others. So, it's one company. Yeah. doesn't matter who you're buying, Mm -hmm. because it's one company. (laughs) It could just be Luxottica and the style of Ray-Bans or Oakleys or whatever the fuck you want, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's all the same shit. It's all the same plastic manufacturer. They just stamp a different name on it. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, that that in and of itself is just a microcosm of the economy in general now. You know, it's, it's all just large corporations with vast portfolios of smaller corporations. Right. You know, they're, they're all answering to a boss. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so not only do they own those glasses uh, brand names, but they also own retailers such as Sunglasses Hut, Lens Crafters, Pearl Vision... Target Optical, Sears Optical, and a few others. Oh, man. So, not only do you really not have any choice of one brand name over the other, because they're all the same manufacturer, right? but you're forced to buy these these brands because, you know, you're going to a store you didn't Mm -hmm. know was owned by those same people. Right. Uh, So, Oakley. uh, I don't know when, in the early 2000s, I think. They were a separate company. Mm-hmm. They were they were only Oakley, right? Right. And they said to uh, Luxottica, we're not going to go by your prices. We're going to go through, we're going to come up with our own prices. And if you want to match them, you can. That's up to you. But right. we're just going to do our own thing. Uh, Luxottica said, fuck no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> you're out of our stores. Wow. So they shut down... All, all the Oakley sections of all these uh, retail shops, yeah. um, Lens Crafters, Sunrise Society and all that. Yeah, Pearl Vision. Uh, so Oakley's stock plummeted. Right. Guess what happened next? What? Luxottica bought Oakley uh, and raised their prices themselves. That's evil. That's fucking crazy. So they pretty much monopolized the market right. on glasses. Mm. And it's crazy because... You know, I looked at Ray-Ban because the styles are cool. I like Ray-Bans. I yeah. mean, that's just, you know, I've always liked, you know, 
uh, Jack Nicholson wearing uh, Wayfarers or whatever. Yeah. And I just like the styles that they have. Mm. But now, I might just buy the fucking off-brand that are like a quarter of the price. Right. Because I don't want to make money for this dipshit company. (laughs) (laughs) Uh so back in 1995, Ray Bans cost twenty five dollars. Mm. The frame, the the glasses. Right now they're two hundred to four hundred dollars. Oh, dude, it's fucking crazy. And, it, and maybe it, maybe it, maybe nobody gives a shit about this, but just the structure of being forced into buying something you really have no knowledge. Yeah, I had no knowledge of this. This took me by a complete surprise this morning mm. when I read the article. Um. What do you do, man? What do you I do? Well, do you... I mean, that's that's how the economy works now, you know. Like it, it's that's that's just how. But it's not. That's how corporate business works. If if you buy anything from a large corporation, that's you know any kind of chain or you know just big company in general. But that there's supposed to be competition. There's supposed to be competition. Supposed Absolutely. to be. There's supposed to be. But that's what happens whenever billionaires start buying congressmen. It's fucked up, man. I didn't vote for this shit. Nope. <laughs> um. I don't know. You got anything else, Brennan? No. That's it. That's it for me. That's it for me. My voice is going up. <sighs> um, guys, it's been two weeks. I'm glad to be back here with Brennan. Yes. And we're going to bring you some more shows. And hopefully a guest will be coming in next week. Yeah. I said that last time, but things kind of got fucked up. But, hey, look forward to more shit. You want to put out our social media shit, Brennan? Yeah, let's see. We are at ROTW Podcast on Twitter, uh, Revenge of the World on Instagram. Got the Facebook page, got the website, revengeoftheworld.com. That's where you will You can find reach them. everything through yeah. that. Uh, we got t shirts for sale at revengeoftheworld.threadless.com. Um, what else we got? Mm, that's about that's, it. That's we, it. We, we might be doing Zine Fest uh, next month. Yeah. No, November, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, November. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. I got to get busy. Yeah, on me some too. artworks. <sighs> Gently go fuck someone. Ghost rider, motorcycle hero. He's a looking so cute Sneaking round, round, round in a blue jumpsuit Cruise rider, motorcycle hero Beep, 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 he's a blazing away